This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Thank you, Susie Starlight and Simon Campbell, for another hour's worth of music, courtesy of the Super Tone Show. Did you know that both are European Blues Award nominees? Nah, me neither. Obviously, all this is irrelevant if you're listening to this on the 9pm Wednesday repeat or on Podbean. And now, Spotify. And in other news, I have fully recovered from my drug-induced dreams, ear infection, achy limbs and the dreaded Sore throat. Yeah, I wanna be with. I wanna be with. I wanna be one. I want. 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 Yeah, I wanna be with. I wanna be with. I wanna be. I wanna, I wanna 
coming up later on today's show will be my interview with Alvin Gibbs. One-time basis with Iggy Pop, cheap and nasty, and for the last 20-odd years, not including his initial stint in the early 80s, the UK subs. But before all that, I'm going to play you a shed load of new music. Well, when I say shed, it's more like one of those green plastic lean-tees with ill-fitting doors that you pass going to home base on a Sunday afternoon. This is Watts and Breaking Glass. And if you want to hear it played live, pop over tomorrow, that's the 19th of January, future and non-rock radio UK listeners to once Somerville in Massachusetts, where Watts, along with Nat Freeberg, formerly of the Upper Crust, and Justine and the Unclean will be kicking out the jams. Yeah, I know, fat lot of good for us limeys. <laughs>
still my favourite watch track is Flash of White Light. Scoot over to their Bandcamp site to see what I mean. Now, as you know, I'm not a great lover of the idiot box, and uh, what we were offered over the Christmas period only strengthens my position. However, ironically, I am a fully paid up member of Netflix and Amazon Prime uh, and watched uh, series one and two of Narcos over said festive period. Here's the thing I didn't know. Los Pepes, a name derived from the Spanish phrase persecuted by Pablo Escobar, was a short-lived vigilante group composed of enemies of Pablo Escobar. Uh, They waged a small-scale war against the Medellin cartel in the early 1990s, which ended in 1993 following the death of Escobar. And there's me wondering why... Los Pepes, the loudest power pop band on earth, if not the motorhead of power pop, have never toured Colombia. The band's fourth album, Positive Negative, is due for a spring release through Wanda Records with a title track sounding remarkably like this.
Long-time listeners will know that I had to fly over to Stockholm on two separate occasions to see Washington, D.C.'s finest, Adam West. I have to say, it was worth every single penny. You should also know that once Adam West called it a day, throw to this Jake star after taking some time off, put back on one of his many snazzy suits and enlisted the delicious fullness to make some sweet, sweet modtastic music. The latest offering, which is due out on the 1st of February through Beluga Records, is All The Mess I'm In, that will be available in four delicious coloured sleeves and four different coloured vinyls. Red, white, blue and none more black. Uh, The A-side is original, with the B-side Biff Bang Pow, a cover that was originally performed by the creation. But it's the A-side that warrants our attention this week. Talking of gigs, Rats, Gabies and Chris Constantin's new project, 1000 Motels. Debut gig will be at the Brixton Academy supporting the Dandy Warhols on the 1st of February. But with tickets at well over 30 quid, to see a support act probably playing only a 30-minute set means, sadly, I'll be giving SW9 a wide berth. <laughs> We'll be right back. 
was Rat Scabies and Chew On You from his PhD solo album. I have a feeling in my water that the 1000 Motels gig at the Academy will be their one and only. But I hope to be proved wrong. Talking of SW9, the Wild Hearts on Wednesday not only announced that their first album for over 10 years was going to be called Renaissance Men, but off the back of it, a tour to promote said album would take in, amongst other places, the Brixton Electric on the 9th of May. Hence the SW9 thing. I just don't make this shit up. Mm, Actually, I do. Uh, I think the last time I went to Electric was when it was still called The A when The Damned played there in, what, 1983? Anyway, the album's out on the 3rd of May, which you can pre-order, uh, that entitled you to an advance ticket to the gig of your choice, which obviously I did, signed and won Brixton ticket. Sent me back £44.04. And pence. To begin with, I did bulk at the £29.50 ticket price tag, as I felt it was uh, rather on the steep side. 25 quid was probably more representative of the Wild Heart status. However, mulling it over for a couple of nanoseconds, I clicked the buy button. Let's face it, it's the Wild Hearts. And after unable to attend their December gig last year, even though I did have a ticket, and hearing such excellent reports of said gig, £29.50 suddenly didn't seem so extravagant. Plus, I trust the Wild Hearts. You know, unlike Metallica, pocket-lining bastards spring to mind. Uh, If that's the price to make a gig doable, then that's the price. And it's out the river. Only a 20-minute drive from my house. The only new track that we've heard from Renaissance Men is uh, the demo of Diagnose that we were uh, emailed when we ordered tickets last time the Wild Hearts announced dates uh, that Ginger yesterday on Facebook denounced as shite, saying that we should wait to hear the finished article. Ginger and CJ have been super enthusing about the new album, so much so... I can't wait to hear it. But looks like we'll all have to. Uh, Hootspar, to date, is my favourite Wild Hearts album. I thoroughly enjoyed seeing them play it live in full. Whether the same fate will befall Renaissance men remains to be seen. I do hope so. Uh, from Hootspar, this is The Jackson Whites. <laughs> Jackson White 
since September of last year, I have been trying, as you know, to interview Alvin Gibbs, bassist with the UK subs about his debut solo 7-inch ghost train that is backed with clumsy fingers. Unfortunately, not only were the stars not aligned, but neither were the planets, meaning a plethora of missed opportunities. On the plus side, by the time an expensive Swiss watch and a Timex had been synchronised, for the UK subs gig at the 100 Club last Sunday, a promo copy of Alvin Gibbs and the Disobedient Servant's debut album, Your Disobedient Servant, had found its way into my inbox, meaning that the topic of conversation was not going to be restricted just to the two songs. The location for the interview was inside the 100 Club, just after the subs had finished sound checking, as is the way in these situations. Three minutes into it, the doors opened, accompanied with some now-that's-what-I-call-reggae over the PA. Subsequently, after a brief discussion on what we should do, we huddled closer to my digital recorder. So, without further ado, here's Alvin Gibbs in conversation with... Probably last time I was there was maybe 10 years ago, something like that. Uh, so, no, not recently. Why? Has there been major changes I should know about? It's been burnt down a couple of times, I think, in the oh, uh, interim. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's normal for Croydon. Good memories from when you were growing up there? Uh, yeah, yeah, there were, there were very good memories. I mean, Croydon was very good for music because, of course, you had the Greyhound, mm-hmm. which was a pub that had a venue above it and a lot of bands played there in the 70s that I got to see and then you had the Fairfield Halls which was across the road and uh, when people had made it bigger having played the Greyhound they would end up in the Fairfield Halls and so you would see the much larger acts like Bowie there and um, Queen and because you sort of had like it was sort of like the cartoon, the greyhounds, and then like you went on to like the Fairfield Hills. Yeah, sort of I mean like the, the cartoon was being the age I am. The cartoon was more more recent edition. But when I first started to get the music and to go and see bands like really the greyhounds and the Fairfield Hills were the, the the two two venues you went to. But yeah, so I, I have great um, memories of going to see some. Amazing bands, and then when Punk kicked on, uh, I saw the Stranglers there in '76. I saw the Ramones there in '77. That was huge for me seeing them there. Um, Generation X, and it was great, you know. When he died in his 49th 
And then I thought, well, I want it to be uh, a really interesting album, so I want—I don't want it just to be me and another guitar guitarist and uh, uh, another, you know, drummer or whatever. So I got in, you know, as you as you probably aware of, I got in some great guitar players playing on different yeah, songs. Yeah. Lee Hegarty from The Ruts, uh, James Stevenson from Chelsea, X Generation X. Um, uh, Brian James, ex Diamond Lords of New Church, uh, you know, Mick Rossi from Slaughter and the Dogs. Did you sort of like look for the musicians first or did you write the songs and then? I wrote the song, yeah, exactly, I did it that way. The process was I wrote the, I wrote the songs and I thought this would really suit Brian James or this would really suit Mick Rossi or this would really suit Barrington from The Saints or Steve Krill who co produced the record. Yeah. This is like this would be meat and potatoes for him. Because he's another Croydon lad as well. He's a Croydon lad. You were in a, back one of your first bands with him. Indeed, he? yeah. And there's a Croydon lad back in the dressing room, Mel Wesson, who uh, plays on the album. Who plays on the album and is now a very successful film composer. Is that uh, band was called Mar- Marionette? He, he, he was in that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, Marionette, and, uh, and then he went on to play with T.G. Smith's Explorers. Yeah. T.G. Smith left the adverts, he had a bank of the Explorers, he was in that. And then he got into film music, and uh, was kind of co-composed with Hans Zimmer, a lot of, a lot of uh, music for the Batman movies, and Black Hawk Down, and a whole, a lot of really quality film scores he's worked on. So he's another Croydon boy. But a Croydon boy that I did want to get on the record, but unfortunately was too busy, was Captain. But he was on tour with the Dams at the time, so when I contacted him, he said, I'd love to do it. Any particular track that you had earmarked for him? uh... Yeah, there was a couple of tracks I thought would be of interest for him. But um, for some reason I thought... uh, Track Camden Town Gigolo like sort of suit because it's kind of has a little bit of that um, early Pink Floydish kind of vibe to it. I mean, not it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. evident, but it's a bit Sidbarra, yeah. you know. In the market by the lock Selling retrofits Ripping up the stock Hey ho, what do you know? It's just another one of the going up to Soho Sweet boots, scarf, buckle belt A Cadillac smile makes the girls melt White or black, get them on their backs If they've got some dough, we end up on the fast track Hey ho, what do you know? It's just another one Going up to Soho It's the Camptown Jiggle-O It's the Camptown Jiggle-O This 
disgrace Drink Sunday Jack, smells a bit of that But you have to pay the price of getting laid Let us until his looks start to fade Hey ho, what do you know? We're just another one and they're going off to tow He's the kind of town cheers alone Who's the Camden Town Cheers alone? 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 Who's the Camden Town Cheers
I think because of my age, a lot of them also are to do with uh, mortality and death. You know, because, uh, Just for Dave, is that, is that a real person? That is a real person. That is somebody who was a friend of mine. He, um, yeah, he was a solo artist, and his solo, his, his solo artist's name was Desperate Dave. His real name was Dave Burks, and um, he used to open up for Hanoi Rocks a lot. And I was friends with Hannah Rock, so that's how I got to know him. I used to go and see him at the marquee, and he would be opening up for him and whatever. And uh, we sort of became friends. He was a really nice guy, very intelligent, well-read, decent guy. He had a job at the BBC. And then in the 90s, things started to unravel for him. He had a girlfriend. He was living in West Hampstead, where I was living, so I used to see him on quite a regular basis to go for drinks and things. And... Um, he lost his job, his girlfriend left him, uh, he went into a sort of downward spiral and then he got into bad company, he started doing heroin and he died of an overdose, you know, which is very sad. He was only in his 30s. So yeah, that's the song about... That, when I first heard the song, it, it, really. it, it, it does, but it does always remind me a bit of what the hoople, when it starts, I, I kept thinking roll away the stone. kind of similar yeah. yeah and that's why I got Timo Cautio who played with me in Cheap and Nasty um, and played with Hanno Rocks towards the end that's of the right, career yeah. to play on that track because um, it had those elements of glam rock and he was also a friend of, of Desperate Days as well so I got him to play on, on that track and uh, he did a fantastic job of course and, uh, yeah I'm very pleased how it turned out Desperate Dave is dead. Drink and 
that Lee played on. The other one was. Uh, oh, um, that's on. Pol- was that polemic? Yeah, polemic. to the song of course you record the backing track first and then when I come to, to sing it I listen to it and I think I'll try this and, you, and, and strangely enough generally the first take is the best or the second take maybe and it, and it comes out the way it comes out because uh, that's how I feel the song and the lyric too you know the lyric also dictates how you're going to sing it to a, a large extent so, so that's, a, that's a compliment if I sound like a... Like no, it is. It is ghost train and my two favourite ones and it just so happens to leave place on both of them. So it was it, like... He does, he does indeed. And polemic's more about my career in music, you know, about how um, I've kind of, you know, been doing it all these years and I'm still doing it and it's still... When I first heard polemic, I, I did think that, like, that it was Brian could have, James could have, like, I thought that could have suited him as well, I, I'm sure it could. The uh, league does an amazing job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody does it. I mean, like Steve is like is, is brilliant. I like the solo at the end of No. It's ah, like, superb. He's, he's great. Uh, I think yeah. like you know he's. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be here tonight, and so is Lee as well. So, uh, you'll, you'll get to see him tonight. I the human face, loving and distorted in hate. The condition of a species is power Intoxicates, intoxicates Cruel, to be cruel Don't be a 
Yes, in fact, um, I've just been working on that now. Um, my promoter, mate in Poland, has up as um, two festivals over there, the uh, Disobedient Servants. I'm, I'm just putting together a tour of the UK for June, uh, probably about six dates. And then Muti, our, uh, the subs um, agent for Europe, he's putting some European shows for us as well. Playing Rebellion with the Disobedient Servants at the Opera, Opera House, which would be great. So, uh, yeah, definitely it's going to be uh, going to be up and running. Lee's going to be a, a kind of permanent member. Jamie, who played drums, is a permanent member myself, obviously. And then we might have a floating second guitar player. Tony feedback from uh, Long Talk Shorty is probably going to do a, a number of shows. Mick Rossi phoned me from America, said he wants to do some. James Stevenson, so maybe even Brian. Whoever's available. And, and whoever's available because everyone else is playing with other bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to whoever's whoever can do it. You know, so we'll see. It's going to be interesting anyway. It'll be, uh, it'll be fun. I want it just to be fun. Well, the album sounds fun. It sounds like you had fun actually doing it. I had a lot of fun doing it, and I, I think live those songs are really going to come to life. I think they're going to really rock in a, in a live environment, you know. especially with those kind of musicians being in the band. You know. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. All right, Alvin, thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thank, thank you. you. Much appreciated. Do believe your disobedient servant will be hitting the real and virtual record shops next Friday. However, if you want to get down with the cool kids, you can still pre-order the limited vinyl from the Time and Matter website. In an update on the gig front, Alvin will be bringing his disobedient servants to Manchester for one of only a selected few UK shows the touring band will include as alvin said in the interview uh, his uk subs cohort jamie oliver lee hegarty from ruts dc but i i'd expect guest musicians as he said to enter the fray the date for your diary is 6th of june 2019 at the star and garter manchester now let's get a london date sorted right that's your lot for another seven days thanks as always for tuning in until next week Take it easy.